Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. It's Royal Rumble weekend, Larson. This is very exciting and starting. If you're watching this as soon as it goes up, uh, if you're not a patron, that is, because we're filming it live right now for the patrons. Hey, everybody. Hi. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, 1 Eastern, 6 yeah. Brexit time. Yeah. Uh, there's a sale going on at uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash GoingInRaw. I thought you were going to plug our... We book Royal Rumble live stream also starting at 10 in all equivalent time zones around the world. There's a lot going on this weekend. It's Royal Rumble weekend. We had our predictions go up Thursday morning, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Fun Wrestling and WCW came back yesterday uh, afternoon. That was exciting. Very. Uh, We've got a sale at the Frendo Market and Pro Wrestling Tees. Use the promo code RUMBLE. For both, make sure you use that promo code. Yeah, otherwise, no sale for you. Otherwise, no sale for you. We're not we're not giving refunds on that. If you don't use a promo code, that's on you. That's a YP, not an MP. Exactly. I know that's industry jargon, but hey, that's how it works. Uh, and then Saturday night, or Saturday evening, rather. Late afternoon. Takeover reaction starts at, stream. Starts at 4, right? Correct. Sunday. Uh, Royal Rumble reaction stream. What time are we starting that? Are we going to sit through the whole pre-show, too? There's some good matches on that pre-show. There's two good. Yeah, those two matches are pretty pretty good. I mean, it's Rumble. Two o'clock. God, probably. Yeah. yeah okay. Probably two fine. O'clock. Two we'll o'clock. say two o'clock. Fine, but two o'clock. It, if there's a graphic on Twitter at a different time, Man. believe the graphic, not us, right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, like you said, uh, later on today at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, Stephen Larson booked the Rumble at the Itch Toy Channel. Yeah. Uh, over there, <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. <clears throat> We're going to be there doing the 2K19. We're booking the Rumble. It's going to be a huge show. Dirt Sheets are saying there's some crazy stuff going on at We Book Raw, at Stephen Larson Book Raw, uh, the Royal Rumble. They don't even know the half of it. Man. Anyways, let's just carry on. I'm, this exci- isn't, this I'm isn't excited about we it. We Book Raw news. This is real wrestling news. Yeah. 
Yeah. Real wrestling news. And the talk of the wrestling world right now currently is that apparently Ronda Rousey's out of here. On her way out. Bye-bye. If Dave Bye-bye. Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter is be believed. Yeah. As we had to say in this week's edition, quote, there's a very good chance that Ronda Rousey will be finishing up with WWE at WrestleMania. There was a decent amount of talk this past week internally since we heard it from several people that Rousey would finish up at WrestleMania. So you got to think, why? Why is she only going to do it a year when reports said multi-year deal anyways? Well, uh, he has it here. I'll yeah, no, go ahead and do go that ahead. part. Rousey has always talked about WWE as a temporary thing. Her long-term thing was to start a family with her husband, Travis Brown, and live on her farm. What is with these MMA fighters and farms? Uh, keeps on, he continues, this has been known for some time, and Rousey very much wants to start a family soon. Soon. It was always pretty much known it would be after this year's WrestleMania because she made close to a full-time commitment for one year to WWE, even though it was announced at the time, she signed a multi-year full-time contract. So, uh, it got me to thinking, what's going to happen to Mania? Yeah. Well, Uncle Dave has the answers for you. Wow. Um, quote, she will likely put Becky Lynch over more, more likely than Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, given that would be what the fans would want. True. The three-way instead of Rousey versus Lynch as a singles match makes the most sense because you want both Flair and Lynch to have that spot going forward as being the first woman to headline WrestleMania. So this just rocked the wrestling world this morning. However, no kidding. Pro Wrestling Sheet came in with some more details saying that uh, the reports of Ronda finishing up uh, after Mania are, quote, quote, slightly blown out of proportion. Yeah, he adding, says, uh, the sources tell us WWE agreed while signing Rousey that she could take time away if she wanted to start a family. We're told around Survivor Series she informed the company that it was likely she'd be taking that break after WrestleMania. However, we're told this is not set in stone quite yet, and things could change once the show of shows rolls around or after. It could also change if she starts a family and decides that her main priorities lie elsewhere. But as of now, she still has time left on her multi-year deal. I think but the how thing- How much time, though? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Continue your thought. Well, I just think the thing to take away from that is, is we're told around Survivor Series, she informed the company was likely she'd be taking that break after WrestleMania. Um... What pressing sheet here doesn't necessarily contradict what Meltzer says. It just Meltzer doesn't add the caveat. Well, in fact, does he actually say she only really signed? He infers that she more or less signed a one-year deal rather than a multi-year deal. Nonetheless, uh, everybody's saying that it sounds like there's a decent chance she's taking time off after Mania. That's the story to be gleaned from all these various reports. Uh, TMZ Sports echoed uh, per wrestling sheet report a bit, saying, quote, multiple sources connected around to tell TMZ Sports she's, quote, super happy in her new career isn't ready to pull the plug just yet. And they also say that a WB spokesperson confirmed to them that Ronda's contract doesn't expire until April of 2021. It's two more years. So I would, dude, I, so I would, it seems like, so there's a bunch of different things that they kind of agree on and not agree on. Well, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything here the that they don't agree on. The central premise is that Ronda's taking, is probably taking a break after Mania. Well, it seems like this. Ronda's deal, multi-year deal, goes through April 2021. Yeah. However, within the confines of that deal, after the first year, she can do whatever she wants to do. Mm-hmm. She, she wants to take break away from the family. They understand that she's a big enough name. At this point, they should probably understand that she is a draw. She's a big enough draw, and her run has been successful enough mm-hmm. that, hey, you want to go out and start a family? Cool. We'll develop your friends until you know next year or even the year after. Whenever you want to come back. Whenever you want to come back, we'll have that this match. This massive check is here waiting yeah. for you to come back if yeah. you want to add more land to your farm yeah, or whatever the case may be. And then it would seem that at Survivor Series, maybe she said, hey, 
I'm, I'm satisfied with the way things have gone. I think I'm going to take this break now um, after Mania. And then, but given that how positive things have been, it's it's totally reasonable to think, well, the door is completely the door wide is open. Definitely going to be open. Yeah. There goes my predictions for Rumble, though. She's totally winning at the Rumble now. Okay. Well, no. Now we can pivot to talking about definitively what's going to happen at Rumble and Mania. This is what's going to what, happen. What was man. your prediction? This Go ahead. Gonna, my original prediction was they're going to do this storyline where Ronda's going to find out she can't. Go to the locker room and and try to be everybody's friend. She's got to show in the ring, earn her respect uh, in the ring that she's a fighter, not going around apologizing to people. That's not going to cut it. Um, and so she could lose to Sasha um, with the help of Bailey or more of the WWE four horsewomen. Set up that story down the line. Um, Becky would uh, somehow not get the title from Oscar, and that way they can do Ronda versus Becky without titles involved. Keeps that picture unmuddied. Um, and, and just have the match based on who's the best. Now, if Ronda's going to leave after Mania for a spell, potentially, again, not set in stone, um, whoever beats her is going to be a huge thing. Big time. And I think they want that win. That one moment. To happen at Mania yeah. to Becky Lynch. Yes. So what probably is going to happen is Becky will not win at the Rumble for whatever reason. She will beat up somebody, insert herself into the Rumble, win it, Challenge Ronda for the Raw Women's title, main event of WrestleMania, which she will win. That's the most likely. Well, Charlotte will get involved somehow. Maybe they'll be co-winners of the Rumble. Something along those lines. I just think Becky wins her title back. Charlotte wins the Rumble. Ronda keeps her title. And at Mania, they just do something to figure it out. Everybody, what I, my central premise was, everybody rolls into Mania with an accolade. Uh, and then... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Do you think? Let me ask you this. Do you think? Yeah, I, I kind of think that the big thing to do is to tap people out. Is Ronda Rousey going to tap out at WrestleMania? There's there's two lines would of thought they, there. Would they do this? Would they do this? And they might still have Charlotte in that triple threat really to take the loss. Yeah. Like Becky wins, but she doesn't beat Ronda. That's weak. It is weak. Yeah. That would be weak. However, my thing, I, I, I kind of feel the weight. Number one, I do think that having Charlotte in that match, I, I personally feel that Charlotte needs to be in that match. I think she's more than earned it. She was the person who, with Sasha Banks, really kicked things off in the women's mm -hmm. revolution thing. Mm -hmm. I think Charlotte Flair, I, I really think she should be in that match. I think she adds a lot to it. Um I think that her coming in as the Rumble winner, looking for a title, two other people with titles, regardless of what title she's technically going after, I think that's how you do it. I really do. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the, the, you, there's a million ways you can write that. Um, the, 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 the weight of all three of those women in the main event, they all deserve it. In the main event, Ronda Rousey brought in the mainstream audience. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch built it. Becky's the hot thing right now, right? So they all have that moment in that ring in the main event at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. That's what matters more than whatever the finish is. I'm not sure at this point you tap Ronda Rousey out because there's that giant door open for her. And it's not like a Brock Lesnar rub she's giving anybody. Not to that ex extent, no. However, I mean, if the goal at some point is to do horsewoman versus horsewoman, 
it would it would it would give Ronda an extra kick in the in the pants if she did, actually did take a loss on the way out. Mm-hmm. Because then she then she's coming back with a chip on her shoulder. Yeah, prove herself against the best of the best. And now if she's not coming by herself. She's got because her friends with her. I get, I get that Becky versus Ronda one on one is a, a definitive finish. With Becky going over, tapping Ronda out, is the most satisfying finish of them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitive. Mm-hmm. Becky wins. She's the man. She is the man. You build even more of a star around her. Yes, Ronda's off having babies. Um, that finish is probably the bigger thing, and in that respect. There is a bit of a Brock esque rub, yeah, absolutely for for Becky. I mean, because Ronda has the legitimacy of being a former, you know, UFC champion. Oh, for sure, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we know that. Yeah, but what does the WWE consider a bigger deal, a bigger sell? Having all three of them in that match and then sort of a wonky ish finish, or the like, potential for that to happen? Yeah, yeah, not not a great finish, or that finish, which yeah. is a big deal. Yeah, the finish. I think the finish is a huge deal. I think it's a big deal. I'm not sure it's if if it's bigger than than Charlotte than, than being the, in that than, match than the, than the event itself. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Itself, it all depends say, yes. on you know. I don't even know if Vince has figured it out by now. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but in any event, uh, I could see Ronda showing up at the Raw after Mania. Here's the thing. I think Ronda's going to go in this thing. It's not going to be like Brock and Goldberg leaving back in 2004 or whatever it no, was, no, no. where people are crapping on it. I think they're going to be like, wow. Good job. I know. You did really good. Yeah. I'm excited about her being gone simply because I prefer the unpredictability of a women's division or of any division. I mean, this is the same thing with the universal title when it was when it's it's being held up right now. Yeah, yeah, When it yeah. was sort of held up during the Roman experiment. I like a, a, a playing field with many contenders. We saw that in the Attitude Era when you had – I mean, that was, to me, one of the strengths of the Attitude Era was – Stone Cold, Rock, Mankind, Undertaker, all those guys, Triple H, all those guys. Rich Hardesty has an interesting idea here in, in chat. He says, or you can do one-on-one, Becky versus Ronda, and then have the uh, the horsewomen all be ringside for the match. I'd love that. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be really, I think that'd be really special. You know, I mean, I don't know. Do you maybe, maybe wait for a rematch next year and do that. Maybe. Because I think that you can, you know, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke, I think especially with the help of Shayna Baszler, you can really build them in the names and then that matters more. Yeah, no. The star power on the WB side of the horsewoman is far greater. It's overpowering. Than, yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very – here's the thing about this. This is an instance where reading the, the, the dirt sheets, if you will, the Observer, uh, Ryan Satin, Pro Wrestling Sheet, it actually kind of enhances the drama. It does. You know, so you, you want to see how the story unfolds because with all these I, pieces that are in, you know, moving and the puzzle you got to try to form all these it, clues. If, if it was Becky versus Ronda straight up, I never would have bet against Ronda Rousey. Yeah, she's too big of a mainstream star. No, I know. But if the triple threat, then the idea is like, okay, well, someone else can just pin Charlotte. Yeah. Therefore, neither Becky nor Ronda takes the loss. But at this point, like the idea, I, I don't believe that Ronda. I still don't buy. I find it hard to believe that Ronda's going to lose, but now that might actually happen. Yeah. That could happen, or she can win and stick around another year. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. I mean, we might we might know more going into it. But even if you know, there's more reports. Oh, she's she's staying. She figured out she wants to stay. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I like. Really I really like the unpredictability Same. of it. I think that's that's a valid thing. Same. Next in the news, 
This is kind of a, 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 a bit of a huge story that was kind of tossed in in the newsletter this week. Apparently, Kenny Omega was pretty close to going to Impact Wrestling, Steve. According to Dave. Where's the non-news uh, button over here? No, that's, this is actually potentially pretty big. Go ahead. This is what, what uh, Melzer to say. Quote, Melzer got? Callus was very close. I mean, where do you think Melzer heard this from? The Young Bucks? Yeah. Quote, Callus was very close to deals with both Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho before AEW came in. The expectation before AEW was that Omega to work for New Japan to do 30 dates per year here, here being Impact. It's under the Impact section of the newsletter. And Jericho would work here, again, Impact, not at Dave's house, because he's, he's have so much input on his creative if he wanted to work another year for New Japan. Obviously, if Jericho had decided to end New Japan, I don't think Jericho has the power to end New Japan. <laughs> He'd have gone to WWE, and that would have negated working here impact, yeah, not and, at, not wrestling at Dave's house. Had decided to end. <laughs> negated working here <laughs> at Dave's house. Well, you know, I've got, I've got a ring back there. You can fight Brian Alvarez. It sucks. That's where, uh, where Brian works out. <laughs> That's where Brian works out, my backyard. Brian, he was, Alvarez is trying to be the new San Martino. Or uh, Zabisco. Yeah. He showed up in somebody's backyard. They started wrestling in somebody's <laughs> ring. And Meltzer was like, I'm going to make you a star. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. Who do you think he got that from? The Young Bucks or Callis? He probably, I mean, he's probably good yeah, buddies man, with Don he's, Callis. He's got a, his, his, his insiders there and the whole AEW crew of this, people. This, this is a story that, that should be on a Going In Raw Daily episode. It would have been normally, yes, if we were actually <laughs> doing it. Because he had the thumbnail, Omega to Impact? <laughs> How close do you think he was to Impact over there? And it cuts to you. You're like, pretty close. So it's pretty close. So it's pretty close. I don't think it was. <laughs> I mean, he's from Canada. They tape in Canada. Same country. I don't know, man. I'm 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 bearish on this. That that was they're on the Pursuit Channel. That wouldn't have changed anything. No, I know. But maybe it's just kind of like a year thing where Kenny was like, what "I want to do is it on the Pursuit Channel." <laughs> Never heard of that. Is it the biggest channel in history? No, no. Sorry, Kenny. Um, maybe he just want to do one more year in, in New Japan and get his uh, Kota Ibushi match in at uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. That I mean, story the, finished with you know with help out his buddy Don Callis with his promotion and then from there he probably would have went to WWE. So the story I think really is Kenny Omega was close to re-signing with New Japan, and in which case this would have been his prime. I mean that is interesting that that Impact could have been his primary American outlet. He just needs to look whoever look whoever's signing with whomever. If being, if actually having your matches seen by people is in your best interest, if it's something that that matters to you, then have a clause in your contract. But we have to have a TV deal in mm -hmm. place with a a, a, a a channel that is available to people to who want to watch said product. To people in general, not including Twitch, not Twitch. No, this is what really can be gleaned from this report here. Kenny Omega just does not really want to go to WWE. <laughs> He'd rather work for Impact. Oh, I don't know. At man. least for the next year. That's not. No, that's what that's what's be taken from this. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's the that's the takeaway at all. It definitely is. He does not want to go to WWE. I think the takeaway is he considered New Japan, which seems obvious. And if he considered New Japan, then he probably was like, yeah. I, I'm I, yeah. I could do some dates for Impact. That's yeah. what that's what this is. That's not that has nothing to do with WWE. 
What? what? You don't think so? You don't think the huge deal from WWE was still on the table regardless if AEW was going to be a thing or not? Of course it was. I think this was all This was all before WWE even offered him a deal. A, a formal deal, but he yeah. knows he's a free agent. He knows WWE is going to come calling with a massive check. So it's at one point, he was thinking of sticking around New Japan. And helping out Impact. And then WWE came in and said, beep. And you're like, what? Okay, cool. Well, it doesn't really, well, that really changes things. to work right now with AEW. Well, yeah, and then Tony Khan was like, beep, 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 beep. Okay, oh, cool, Ed, I'll go Ed over Nordholm. there. What's that? Ed Nordholm. With <laughs> squeak, his, squeak, 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 squeak. With his little cart full of money. And Don Callis saying, please, Kenny. Yeah. Help yeah. me out. I'm sure New Japan would give him a healthy payday, too. Regardless of who he worked with next year, Kenny's making some serious money. Yeah, and that was never going to be Impact, though. No, no, he would just do it, help him. He just worked for Impact to help out Don Callis. That's probably the only if reason he would do it. If AEW hadn't come around, Kenny Omega would be in WWE. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's factual. No, that it's is not. It's fact. That's your opinion, man. That's a fact. No, that's your opinion, man. He was taking meetings with WWE. He was, yeah, man. He might still go to WWE. That's it's still, still a, a possibility. Might happen. That might happen. So I don't know. Uh, speaking of Impact, though, uh, these, this is a pretty big deal here. Well, I mean, it's a deal, man. I really want to see Abyss in that ba- in that Royal Rumble. How no, how cool. fun would that be? It's not, cool. I mean, it's not going to happen. No, because uh, but 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 I mean, there's a possibility it's going to happen. Bigger possibility of that than Kenny Omega being in the Royal Rumble. Anyways. Oh yeah, or because because, because BW Insider was the first to report that Abyss and Sanjay Dutt quote have both exited Impact Wrestling and that they are each WWE bound. And will be working for WWE shortly. PW Insider reports that the split was amicable, and Wrestling Inc. received a statement from Impact confirming that, saying, "Quote: We reached an amicable agreement with Sanjay and Abyss. <laughs> they called him Abyss. They didn't even Not call Chris him Park. Joe Park or Chris Park. I think Chris, it's his shoot name. Is that his real name? Okay." So. To allow them to pursue this opportunity. Uh, see, they're trying to get the Pursuit Channel branding in. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Uh, they, synergy. Synergy. They have been tremendous contributors to Impact Wrestling, and we wish them every success. We are thrilled that Conan, k Dog, Viva La Raza, and Tommy Dreamer have agreed to bring their 50-plus years of experience to our core creative team. Impact is just like they're just a farm system for WWE, man. Especially on the like the backstage, behind the scenes, yeah, in terms of the backstage stuff. Because when it was are we gonna get Jeremy Borash? And then there was that other guy they they signed from Impact, and now uh, both Abyss and Sanjay, who have been working on the creative aspect of things. When is WWE going to bring Kevin Sullivan over? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold my breath. I wouldn't put it past him though. Apparently, he's like heavily involved in in some of the good TV stuff. That actually wouldn't surprise me. But I don't know what kind of I don't know, know what, what kind of relationship of... Triple H Vince may have with Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, there's got to be some relationship there, right? Kevin Sullivan never worked for WWE, did he? Did he not? How is that even possible? So I don't remember him being around WWE. Ever. No, I mean I I, I kind of feel you, but that'd be weird. That'd be weird. If he wasn't. No, uh, no. Apparently never has. We can assume, of course, uh, Sanjay Dutt's probably going to be moving over to 205 Live. Uh, Maybe. The, the production, pr- producing that. Mm-hmm. I know Adam Pierce does that now. Mm-hmm. Jamie Noble Jamie does Noble too, yeah. probably, yeah. So they're probably going to bring him in for that. I would assume maybe NXT, but he does. Uh, he's been doing the X Division. Of course, he's a legend in the X Division yeah, yeah. Uh, as a wrestler. He does a lot of production stuff. He did some... Uh, he did some 
commentary stuff and before they brought in Callus. Um, uh, so that's cool. That's quality. And then you got uh, Abyss. Um, I'm assuming a, a coach of the Performance Center Probably. or a producer backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's the longest tenured Impact mm. talent. He's been with them since the very beginning, since Not 2002. Not surprising, man. And a lot of and there, I think there were moments, there were times when it was speculated and rumored that he was going to be going to WWE. Yeah, take on the Undertaker. Yeah, that's right. I think one, it was supposed to be a WrestleMania match between the two of them. That'd have been cool. Yeah, that'd have been cool. Probably a little late for that, but. I don't know, man. He can move better than the Undertaker still. Yeah. But then, I mean, so can you and I. Yeah. I shouldn't be getting in the wrestling ring anytime soon. Neither. No. No, not for me either. No, no. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Scurvy here in chat says, maybe Kenny meant he yeah. just wanted to become a Twitch streamer. Yeah, he can do his gaming streams on Impact's uh, Twitch channel. And he knew that's, that's where the hot Twitch action is. Yeah. Oh, man. My goodness gracious. So, that's good. Another story. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, tread lightly here. New Japan announced the cards for their new beginning in USA shows, and there was kind of a noticeable lack of uh, talent from Japan. New Japan wrestlers on it. Um, New Japan issued a statement about that, saying, "Quote: It is with great disappointment that we must announce that announce that due to the ongoing 2018-2019 United States federal government shutdown, we are unable to obtain visas for our Japanese talent who are looking forward to seeing our U.S. fans at the new beginning in USA." So Melster has some details. Saying, quote, at this point, the delays were such that even if anything cleared up this week, it would still be a few weeks before they could be processed or past the point of these shows. They felt that January 24th was the deadline for announcing the cards, and thus the shows had to be changed from the original plans. The key guys affected, this affected, were Tomohiro Ishii and Yuji Nagata, who were supposed to be the headliners, as well as Hiroki Goto, who was supposed to be programmed with Jeff Cobb, and Meltzer thinks uh, Kojima, as well as Jushin Liger. Hmm. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Well, it's it's a bummer because like I, I, I woke up this morning and I looked at my Twitter and I saw some of the names on this card. First off, let's go on the on the on the on the positive bent. All right, this gives opportunities for a lot of the people working at the LA Dojo, the Young Lions, yes. some Ring of Honor talents uh, to get uh, a, a decent spotlight. That's Here's the deal: you're going to see some fantastic wrestling. Yes, Rapongi Vice is is re- reuniting for one of these shows. That's great. It is great. Here's the bummer thing: if you're like in uh, the going to the because I just looked at the Charlotte show, I didn't look at yeah, the yeah, yeah. LA one. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, if I hear New Japan is 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 doing a show, 
you, 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 you want to you want to see their their big names there. I understand. I mean, when they announced the, these shows, they said these shows are running at the same time as New Beginning shows in Japan. So talent who aren't on the Japanese New Beginning shows will be coming out to the states for those shows. I mean, it was advertised up front that this was going to be the situation. Yeah, but still, I don't know. <clears throat> like Ishii's a great name. I mean, legacy wise, obviously Yuji Nagata. I mean, and Kojima. Goto can put on good matches. And I like Goto. Goto's good. But Kojima's fun. You got to have somebody. Liger's a legend. You, you got to have booked somebody from LIJ. You got to have somebody booked from, well, they got Davy Boy. You got you to gotta be booking some of the, like Gorilla's a Destiny, you know. Yeah, but they're doing something, man. Well, they can pull them off that other I don't know. How? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and criticize their business plan, but it's not, it's not like in terms of like you, new Japan is a big deal. New Japan is a big deal. Yeah. When they, when WWE does a tour, you're not going to get, you know, the main event of Ty Dillinger versus our truth. That's not going to be your main event on a WWE tour. Yeah. At worst, you're going to get an upper mid Carter for your main event. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, which is Tomohiro Ishii? No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, an upper he's not. No, he's, he's not he's, an upper mid carder. Yeah, he is. The upper mid card there, unless you count, unless you count the final three matches of one of their main cards as all just co-main eventers. But technically, there's a main event and there's two upper mid card matches. So upper mid card, you're talking about Naito. You're talking about Jericho, and I know Jericho is different. Yeah, but you're talking about Jay White. You're talking about even Gorillas of Destiny. That's that's like the upper mid card. No, no. Tomohiro Ishii was in the finals for the U.S. title tournament. He had he challenged for the, the U.S. title is like not even finish. an upper mid card. Let me finish the initial U.S. title tournament when Kenny won it. At that point, that was an upper mid card belt because um, Kenny won it. But it was Ishii who was his opponent in the finals. Ishii challenged Kenny for the IWGP Heavyweight Title last year. So did a lot of people. Yeah, actually, no, not a lot of people did. Juice it was, Robinson did. Cody Rhodes did. No, that's the U.S. title. For Juice was U.S. title. Oh, Cody did the IWGP title. Oh yeah. Cody did. Yeah, yeah but I'd consider Cody a upper mid carder in New Japan. You and I have different if, definitions if you're, on if, upper mid card. If you're in a program, got, to, if you're in the program to challenge the top champion in, uh, at a, at a pay per view, you're at least flirting with the upper mid card. Yeah. And yeah. Ishii's been around long enough. He's won enough titles. He's, I think he's firmly entrenched as at least legacy upper mid carter. If New Japan comes down, Ishii, look, Ishii's a great name. I'm not, I'm not clowning on Ishii. What I'm saying is you have what New Japan considers their top four, top five. Tanahashi, Okada. Now Kenny's gone, so you put Jay White in that role, okay? Naito, those are all the main eventers. Yeah. And Naito, right? Yeah, main eventers. Yeah. Well, you got four of them. Yeah, the main eventers. Yeah, exactly. So of course they're going to be on the 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 shows, the major shows in Japan. But if New Japan is saying, "Hey, we're coming to the U.S.," it's because they they have faith. I believe it's because they have they believe in their brand that the the New Japan logo on something is enough to get people in the door. Well, and by all indications, yeah. all I think all these shows are sold out. Yeah. Well. And people knew buying the tickets because they send the announcement clear as day. People who aren't going to be on the new new beginning shows in Japan are going to be on these shows. Yeah. So it wasn't like they, they pulled a fast one on anybody. Okay, so this isn't nearly as bad as what WWE apparently was doing with the Rumble. Yeah. 
That's 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 like John Fal- Cena at the Rumble. No, no, he's not. Braun Strowman taking on Brock Lesnar. No, <laughs> no that's basically false advertising. I'm surprised there hasn't been a class class action suit at this point against WWE. I just think I just think they're if they're serious about like a United States expansion. Here's the thing: this wouldn't even be that bad. This wouldn't be that bad if this was like strictly a West Coast show. You know what I mean? Because we've we've gotten that. Yeah. We've gotten Naito. Yeah. We've got yeah. Okada. We've yeah. got Tanahashi. But this is the first time they're going to a place like Charlotte. In Nashville. In Nashville. I just kind of feel like if you're going to do a show in that market, if you want to drum up a lot of... If the point is you want to to expand your brand and drum up interest and popularity yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. a market where you haven't been before, you got to send somebody here's, over there. Here's another thing to consider. They have the G1 Supercard in April Mania weekend. There's probably there's going to be a lot of people traveling in to New York City that weekend, not just for that show, for all the shows happening. Maybe they wanted to keep the enthusiasm level high for that show, which will undoubtedly have a bunch of their main event guys, and thus didn't want to have to didn't want to schedule shows in Charlotte or Nashville uh, that would diminish in any way enthusiasm. People on that part of the country, the East Coast, Eastern half of the country who hasn't had any New Japan shows yet um, for that show because they're making a huge deal about it. That's another way to look at it. Yeah. Again, it was advertised this was going to be the case. People bought the tickets knowing that was going to be the case. Is it sound strategy? Who knows? They obviously have a lot of faith in the brand because I think all the shows sold really well. Um, it's unfortunate this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't really that much better even without the shutdown. I mean, we could have got some matchups that uh, we wouldn't have seen before. Could have gotten uh, Ishii versus, I don't know, Brody King or something like that. That would have been great. Yeah, that would have been good. It would have been great for Brody King to be in the ring with Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, that would have been good. You know? That would have been good. I don't know. I just, I don't know. That is what it is. Yeah. I just When you see the sea of disappointment out there, when you see the card, and I'm not sure it would have been all that better if these guys who could have gone out there, you know, I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. I know it's advertised. Everybody needs to look at all the fine print and everything and say, okay, just let me make sure we do all my research first. But if New Japan's coming to town, I'm like, oh, man, cool. I get to see somebody from LIJ. Is Sonata not available? No, he's he's involved in something, man. Well, I don't know. Well, you can do that if, 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 if you see that and see that people involved in feuds and in, in going to be on the major show are not going to be here, just don't buy a ticket. Right, don't buy a ticket, and then, you know, what is the perception there of your company in those in the eyes of those people? Oh, cool, you're coming to Charlotte. That's awesome. What? Nobody's gonna be there. Okay, well, that kind of sucks. Then you have a negative perception of that company. I don't even know what the point of coming out is. To, to to get people familiar a little bit with the brand, yeah, not the top flight talent, but I don't know. I think style of wrestling. I think it's a, I think it's an odd business. It might be business model. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and defend it and just trying to find some reason behind it. And yeah. I guess if the show's sold well. Yeah, but what capacity? I think the one in Charlotte's capacity. a decent-sized place. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, the, the Globe is only like 800 or something like that. Oh, okay. So that's small. Yeah. I don't know the capacity the one in Nashville is, but I think the one in Charlotte is a decent-sized place, mm. like 1,000 or something like that. Oh, okay. 1,000, maybe 2,000, I don't remember. Mm. When they were announced, Melser mentioned it. I could probably look it up. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, look, the, 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 the bottom line is it's going to be the wrestling is going to be really good. Yeah. You know, but star power means something. Oh, so. it does. It does to get people in the door. But if you already got people in the door. Yeah. 
Be nice if this goddamn shutdown ended yeah. sometime soon. Yeah, I know. Thanks for that, government. Uh, well, I mean, it's more or less well, it's one person, really. I know, man, but do you really want the comments to be going there? Yes, we have a lump in the White House. What do you want? Yeah, he's Go a turd. ahead, people, load up the comments. Yeah, he's Go ahead, load them up. He's a turd. Yeah. He's a turd. What do you want? What are you going to have for lunch today? Hamburger? <laughs> 700 of them, in fact. <laughs> Can I get some hamburgers, please? Oh, you guys are liberals. Whatever. Uh, we got some questions here on the Twitter. And if you guys are watching live on the Patreon, feel free to ask questions as well. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Liam Wagner wants to know. Oh, we already answered this before, Liam. You should be paying attention. How will Kofi survive the rumble this year? We said he's going to bounce off of the prominent pectoral muscles, the bosoms, if you will. Yes. Of Big E. Indeed. I think it'd be great. I think it would be spectacular. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Wayne Maker. After years of Kofi Kingston having the gimmick elimination of the Royal Rumble, could this not be a chance? Uh, could this be uh, his year and go on to Mania and the New Day three uh, Freebird the SmackDown title? It's I mean, I think that'd be great. At best. I think it'd be great, but given that there's been no indication that that's a possibility, uh, I, I don't think that's a possibility. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I really either. don't. I, I think it'd be great, though. I think it'd be great. I think it would be really great. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I like this Ricky Scurvy here in chat. He's got the answer. The shutdown is all a ruse, so instead the government can investigate skin crawlers. <laughs> that's a very high possibility right Could there. Could be. Uh, let's see here. Reggie Brackett. Do you think wrestlers will start taking, or I'll, I'll add in here, demanding shorter term contracts with all the promotions so that if they are unhappy with creative or with, uh, uh or whatever, are they, they're not going to be trapped like Neville or like the revival seems to be now? Well, there's more leverage. And when there's more leverage, uh, I mean, that's what leverage is. You yeah. get, you get more of what you want. Wow. So, uh, so apparently this place in Charlotte has capacity of 4,000. Right on. That's cool. Or three thousand, depending. So it's depending here, on what the thing is. Three thousand. So it's a pretty good sized place. And I think the, sh- t- the it sold pretty well. So cool. Um, Sorry, what was the question again? Wrestlers, do you think they will start demanding shorter term contracts? Make a try, but I hear WWE is trying to sign them to longer term deals. If they can, I mean, if they can get them, if they have the, le- it, it's going to be this. How popular are you? You're very popular. Well, then you get more of what you want. Who are you? You're less popular, you, you get less of what you want. That's how it works. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it works. Ronda Rousey, you do whatever you want. You want to come in? Come in. You don't want to come in? Don't come in. Just let us know. Just give us 48 hours in advance. Vince can write a script. <laughs> Be good. Uh, what is, uh, what's uh, Luke Perry Jr.? Luke Perry's kid? Jungle uh, Boy? Yeah, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, who are you? Uh, upside? Well, oh, that's a cool picture. That is a cool picture. Uh, upside? Uh, you know, you're signed for seven years. $20,000 a year. Going to NXT for five years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see here. We, we People love asking this question. Surprise entrance in the Rumble. Oh, one of these he totally has right. He says, Nick Bartlett here says, Velveteen Dream and Kurt Angle. Uh, I, I think both those guys. Kurt Angle's definitely going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be one of those like, yay, cool. But I kind of wish that spot was used for somebody else. <laughs> like, damn it couldn't be Kenny Omega again yeah <laughs> every surprise Royal, Royal Rumble entrant damn it it's not Kenny Omega contractually he can't he can't, can't that's what uh, Matt Jackson he put like someone DM'd him about Kenny doing something he's like yeah sure Kenny will, will uh, violate his contract yeah and show up another country, uh, another company illegally to wrestle sure that's gonna happen <laughs> right 
Exactly. Uh, let's see here. You did community tab too, yes? I did community tab. I'll go there. But there was not a whole lot. Uh, Sergio C said, you guys didn't do a prop bet in our predictions for who will be number one or two or surprise entrance. So we don't know who number one or two is, right? Yeah. Uh, Number one. Number one. I feel like Seth is going to be one or two, but he's going to be in it early. They didn't really do a story around someone going in early. In the you know what they should do? First three of the new day. And after some joking around, they decide to get serious. Rest holds. And Biggie gets eliminated. And then Xavier starts to eliminate Kofi. And they just they just have to do the Kofi sub, uh, evade elimination thing between the three of them. Oh, and that's go. it. There you go. Joaquin Cardenas, if Finn Balor and Kenny Omega were to switch places today, who would have had a better year by December 2019? He says Kenny in WWE or Finn. Well, he says New Japan, but he says he's not going back to New Japan. Yeah. So Finn in All Elite slash New Japan if he's going to work some part-time dates there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Well, Kenny and WWE. Yeah, probably it, Kenny it's and a, WWE. It's a big unknown. Like, Finn is a big star. So anything that isn't WWE for him is a step down. So even if he wins the All Elite title, it's still like, he, you know, one move to SmackDown and he can win the WWE title tomorrow. Yeah, pretty much. Jason O, would you rather see Sammy Guevara in All Elite or NXT? Uh, Start in All Elite, go, stay there for three years, then go to WWE, then go to NXT. Yeah, I don't think he's really ready necessarily for NXT. I feel like he needs to. He needs the Adam Cole advice. Mm-hmm. Go get a bit more grizzled mm-hmm. and then come back. He's still really young. <laughs> you know, I've never seen a crowd sort of get confused and sort of die so quickly as when... Do you remember at the tail end, or at the very end of that Sammy Guevara, Joey, Joey Janela match? match? Yeah. Uh, they put on just a killer yeah, match. Yeah, it was great. Right? Yeah. What did Sammy Guevara do on the microphone afterwards? He just said some generic stuff. He said, you just saw Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And then everybody's like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. What are you talking about? It didn't go over very well. It didn't. Went over like wet fart. Everybody's like, what the hell are you just talking about? He needs to stay away from that as a catchphrase. Yeah. He's a very good wrestler. Oh, he's really good. Really good. Uh, Comic Sans commentary. Who would you rather win the Rumble and guarantee win the title at Mania? Seth or Finn? Finn. For me, it's Finn. Seth's had the title before. So is Finn. Finn. For a second. (laughs) So your answer is Finn. Oh, man. Uh, Charlie Rios. What current or former MMA fighter can make a great addition to WWE? I'm interested to see if they do bring in uh, oh, Cormier Cormier to commentary or just even wrestling. The mm-hmm. guy's got a lot of charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like DC. I mean, if they're, I, I personally like when dudes come up the independent circuit and they, you know, they cut their teeth in New Japan or whatever, and they go to WWE. That's how I prefer. I just want guys who have been on the road. But if the if the, if you if they're definitely going to do an MMA guy, mm-hmm. I, I really like him. I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's good too. Um, 
I think that he'd be a good locker room guy. Yeah, I feel that way too. You know, like yeah. you bring a Conor McGregor in, is he going to be a locker room guy? He's going to be throwing no, he's chairs be, he's and stuff. Be, he's going to be like Brock and have his own locker room. Yeah, right. You know, I, I want a guy who's going to be in there hobnobbing with the other guys, yeah, exactly. talking to Kurt Hawkins exactly, and whatnot. Exactly. Uh, Miguel Martinez watching the math from both Raw and SmackDown. What are the chances of having both former Bullet Club members winning the titles? And is it a must for Kenny to enter the Rumble and face both of them before AJ retires? Uh, I don't think AJ is going to retire anytime soon. He might start working a reduced schedule, but he's got some some years left. Yeah, I think he does. Absolutely. What was the question? Uh, chances of both Bullet Club members winning titles? No, it's be the opposite. Neither oh, Bullet Club former okay. Bullet Club members are winning titles. Yeah, that's our that's our predictions right there. Um, Quentin, with a few people left off the takeover card, Adam Cole, Dream, EO, Kyrie Sane, do you think that it is more likely to see a few NXT stars in the Rumbles? I guess uh, maybe what he means here is, do you think we'll see a couple more? Mm-hmm. Than I think definitely in the Women's Rumble, we're going to see less legends and mm-hmm. more NXT mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. That seems likely yeah, to that me. Seems very likely. I mean, all those all the call ups. I think Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans. She already said she's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, who else got called up? Heavy Machinery, Lars, EC3. EC3. No other women. Not a third mm-mm, woman. Mm-mm, woman. Mm-mm. Okay. And so, yeah, we'll see Nikki, Lacey Evans. Uh, we'll see. Who did we already say? In the Women's Rumble? In the Women's Rumble from NXT. Io Shirai. Io Shirai, maybe Kyrie, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Um... 
uh, Haku, is it fair or hypocritical that wrestling fans uh, have given Ronda a free pass on the things she said in the past, yet still, and he says rightfully in his opinion, heavily criticize Hogan? So, I, I suppose it is a shade hypocritical. Uh, Has what Ronda said been as widely publicized as Hogan? No, and it hasn't been, in my personal opinion, sort of as blunt. Um, she retweeted, from what I understand, there's two things. Number one, I, 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 I did not do the research on, I, apparently Rhonda has been linked to some transphobic stuff um, that I simply have not researched. Um, I do understand that she also retweeted one of those Sandy Hook conspiracy videos. Mm. Um her explanation for that was simply, it was similar to, and I'm not making light of the people who think Sandy Hook is a conspiracy, go away, just go away. If you're watching, mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, her her counter to that was kind of along the same lines as AJ's to the flatter thing. I think it's good to ask questions, and the video in question, in her mind, asked questions in a fairly manipulative way, I would imagine, ask questions. Now, she simply needs to be educated on that because it just seemed a matter of ignorance. Um, You know, you want want people to have common sense. Mm -hmm. You do. You don't want them to watch an Alex Jones thing and take it for face value because it's pure bullshit. Um, But uh, as far as the transphobic stuff, I simply have not. That's I've heard. Yeah, I've heard the same, but I again haven't done the research research into it. it. Um, I I honestly, just my own personal, you know, person, I don't think that that stuff is 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 on par with what Hogan said. I mean, that stuff was just straight up, like horrible. Bad is bad. Maybe you shouldn't put gray areas on it. I kind of do. That's my personal opinion. Feel free to have your own. Um, but yeah, I could, I could see there might be a bit of hypocrisy there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to admit that. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a much more fun topic to talk about. Oh. From Pose de Nuas. So I don't know how to say this name. Unbared ba- Baker on Twitter. Did Tyler Bate left, let Wolfgang borrow his shirt for NXT UK? I mean, you used to put together two a Tyler Bates shirt for it to fit Wolfgang. Tyler Bates so so small. That's a good point. And Wolfgang's pretty tall. Also, Wolfgang shirts, I'm not going to consider them. I don't really think they're the height of fashion. No, I feel like like Tyler Bates gets his at the finest shop. What's like the the street for high end uh, uh, shopping in London? Oh, I I don't even know. That's for Tyler Bates shops. Yeah. Yeah. And what was Piccadilly Circus? Is that kind of like the more touristy, touristy place? That's where Wolfgang probably buys his stuff. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Here. It was a nice shirt. Wolfgang's was. I'd wear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't be able to pull it off, but I thought it was a nice shirt. But it didn't look. Like, I thought it was. A it ni- didn't look like it was the you know like at the forefront of fashion trends like Tyler Bates. I thought it was a nice shirt in that it'd be kind of fun to wear. Yeah. Not wow. I'm a you know fashionista. A, yeah. Boy. A dapper. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was. That's that's his was. Working class fashionable. Yes. You know. Yes. Gonna go have a steak meal. Which is honestly more my speed than high fashion anyway. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. I mean, half my wardrobe consists of hoodies and t-shirts. <laughs> exactly. I'm wearing uh, workout pants right now. <laughs> this is a good question. I was about to. I almost did. And then I was like. Because I'm going to the gym after work. I was like, oh, I'll put on jeans today. 
How about this question? If Ronda does leave after Mania, how likely is it WWE is going to have Ronda win at Mania just to swerve us and thinking she is staying but ends up not staying? So it's a double swerve. It's a double swerve. No, I don't think so. I think they're going to get that rub out of her. Yeah. Yeah. But I also wouldn't – it's not out of the realm of possibility. You know, Vince, like he, he can never drop it on the Raw after Mania just for the Mania swerve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I swear, he likes swerving people more what than – It's a head-scratching swerve as opposed to a fulfilling, satisfying swerve. Right? Like Brock winning at Mania last year. I was like, what? Seriously. What? It's like, what? Uh, let's see here. Gigabyte. What do you think is going to happen with the four horsewomen story if Ronda does leave? They will develop the horsewomen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and should Ronda ever decide to come back, they can just go ahead with it. Well, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's a flip side to it. What if they try to develop the, the horsewomen, but Shayna remains just the only one that's really ready for primetime? What if it never actually clicks for, for example, Marina Shafir. What if it just never clicks for her? What if she ends up not liking it? Mm-hmm. That story just falls apart, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Ronda, I think, would still be welcome back regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they could always still do something with Ronda and Shayna. And if this is not going to be horsewoman versus horsewoman, then I think it'd be great to do Ronda versus Shayna. I, I agree. Think that'd be spectacular. I agree. But it'd be a bummer if that story just sort of falls apart. Yeah. But given how into wrestling, I mean, Marina, they seem like they're having fun at the very yeah. least. Yeah. They're they're on the grind, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's obviously she married into wrestling with mm-hmm. Roderick Strong there. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I would be surprised. I mean, she if you know she has an athletic background to fall back on. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a trained fighter. It's just it's probably less the athletic aspect of it, more the performance aspect of mm-hmm. it. Dustin Cox, uh, we can talk about this a little bit because there's also some news about Andrade Cien Almas. He said way back, way back. It got out that Vince was thinking about having Andrade win the Rumble. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. But yeah, I remember that. Okay. What percentage would you give Andrade winning the Rumble now and Ray taking the title from Brian so that this amazing feud is for the WWE title at <laughs> WrestleMania? I mean, if you swap out WWE title for U.S. title, I'd say like 95%. I think that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. WWE title, 2% botch. That'd be shocking. It would be. <laughs> that'd be a swerve. Uh, what do you make of the news that uh, they want uh, Ray and Sin Cara and then a face Andrade in a faction together? I just think Andrade is such a good heel. He's, he's a, such he, a good heel. He's a good heel. But here's the thing. Current Andrade. Andrade, the way we know him, we haven't really explored him as a face that much. Yeah, we debuted in NXT, he was a face, and it wasn't working. Right, but now that he's been like super heel, yeah. he can transition to tweener, and that yeah. math should should pan out. I just like Andrade and Zelina Vega as a thing. And there's a lot they haven't really explored with the two of them on the main roster yet. Yeah. like Honestly, like I love these Andrade versus Ray matches. There's still not much of a story with them. Yeah, right. It's just they just have really good matches and they want to keep having more good matches. That's basically the story. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm over the moon that Andrade is finally in a program with somebody. But story-wise, they still really haven't done much with them. All right. What if they build up some respect between the two of them? They re, respeto. Mm-hmm. And they have all these great matches, right? Mm-hmm. They keep on. They feud to Mania, fight over the U.S. title, whatever. They, their feud ends. Ray and Cara, Ray and Cara, they have a, 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 an alliance, mm-hmm. right? They're getting this vicious beat down from I don't know who. 
the the debuting Undisputed Era. All right. Andrade, out of respect, comes in to make the save. That's his turn. You wouldn't like that as a faction? I mean, they've probably been really good matches. Andrade's still like a, just, he's got an edge to him. Yeah, as long as he has an edge. I just don't want him to be a smiling baby face. Me neither. I, I think that's kind of off the table, but I could see an edgy, an edgy tweener Andrade. Yeah, being, that, that would be okay. I think it'd be kind of over, too. I think people would be into that. Well, he's such a spectacular wrestler, yeah. How would you not be into that? Yeah. Get out of here if you're not into that. Am I right about that? Get out of here. I mean, anything Stop with Andrade, watching. I'll be interested in just as long as he's still in the position where he can put on the matches he's capable of putting on. That's the most important thing. Primero? Yeah. Is the matches. Yes. Grande. Ultimo. 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 Is that good? Yeah. All right. That's good. Anyways, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Patrons, thanks so much. You're going to get a, the guys watching live. We're not doing a bonus episode. Steve's got to cut out of here. Yeah, he's got to go. Uh, so, uh, But tomorrow you'll be getting a bonus episode. I'll be doing an Ask Stephen Larson. So get on that Patreon. There's a question thread for Ask yeah. Stephen Larson at the $5 mark. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. And let's get some music, some uh, musica. Yes. There's some musica. Not for me, for you guys. There we go. There we go. La musica. Okay, going in rock. Lucha Fatia. There you go. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.